welcome back to Ethereal Girl Podcast. I am your host, Rose, and I'm so happy to be back here, you guys. I miss you so much. I know you miss me. And I have a little bit of a life update for you. I recently moved into the apartment that I manifested for myself about a year and a half ago in my old living room in Houston, Texas. So I remember sitting in my living room and just envisioning living in this beautiful high-rise with a water view in a beautiful new city that is not my hometown. So I went online and I created a little digital vision board and I literally created the view that I have today, you guys. The fact that I'm sitting here in the very apartment, in the very city that I visualized for myself is the reason why I do what I do and I love what I do. And the reason I share this with you guys is to hopefully be some kind of source of inspiration for you to continue persisting and continue manifesting and regardless of your circumstances to just keep going because things are always moving and working in your favor. By the way, if you are new here, warm welcome. I'm bringing it back with talking about emotional intelligence and how to manifest through this intelligent design. One of the most powerful bodies of awareness is our emotional body and I feel like it's just not talked about enough. So this body of awareness is actually assisting us and helping us to navigate this reality as we know it. So I do feel like it's a very important topic in manifestation, and I do believe that two of the most powerful divine minds that we are working with are IQ and EQ. And so we're going to talk about a couple of discoveries that I have recently made and a few downloads that I have recently received through my meditations that I just know will help you along your manifestation process. And of course, that's what I'm here for. So let's get into this. First of all, many of our polarizing emotions are actually symptoms of inner disunity. We are all subconsciously pacifying our need for stability, love, acceptance, tend to do this with superficial thrills and unhealthy choices, which cheapens our authenticity, you guys. It obliterates authenticity. And authentic energy is one of the greatest measurements of growth in a human being. But the thing about all of this, right, is that there is stability beneath all false layers that we have constructed and peace behind the illusions that we are too afraid to dismantle. In previous episodes, I talk about how the ego body is always trying to keep you safe and content, right? It's afraid of change because we are navigating this world through our senses and all of our sensory nerves. That's how we navigate the quantum field. I'm not sure if you know this, but our brains are encased in total darkness, you guys. So we are literally navigating through what we believe to be feeling and we interpret things in a personal way. Like whatever our state of being is in, this is our filter. So yes, we are literally encased in total darkness and using our sensory nerves to make sense of this reality 
which is of course building out our hologram, right? What we see in the 3D world. So these false layers that I'm talking about are quite literally the illusions that we have built ourselves. And many people know this as the mind matrix. In previous episodes, I talk about this, how we have all these illusions and barriers around us that our own self has constructed in this reality. So the body is primarily built for survival. That's what the brain is here for. That's what all of these sensory nerves are here for. And all of these little fear factories in our body, basically. And I actually believe our body is low-key a fear factory. (laughs) But yeah, so beneath all of these layers and layers of illusion is something so beautiful, right? There's change, there's freedom, there's flow. And for some reason, the ego is just like, no, uh, that's the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen, so let's stay here. I want to mention this at the beginning of this episode because later on you're going to make sense of why I had to say this in the beginning before we dive deep into emotions and the nervous system and how we can train this state of consciousness to work in our favor. Many of us ride this roller coaster of emotion for the same reasons that we pursue external bliss by running away from its inner source. And when our emotional highs die down, so does our contentment in ourselves. So, for example, someone that drinks a lot or does a lot of drugs or gambles or does a lot of sex it just depends what their vices are right their ways of running away from themselves many people do this in many different ways some people use social media some people use other people for whatever just to fill their own cup or the illusion so many of us are in this little loop that we have created for ourselves And beneath the surface is this inner child that is just seeking expansion, it's seeking love, it's seeking to understand and connect. But of course, we are almost like at war with the ego body or the illusion of it, right? So I have had many conversations in my past because I used to actually assist at a veteran center in Houston where I got to speak to so many different people from many different walks of life. I talked to many different veterans and their families and just I got to network a lot while I was out there. And one thing is for sure is that everyone agrees that when these emotional highs come down, when they are done with their vices, whatever it might be, they're back to feeling empty. So it's like this temporary thing, right? Because it's an illusion. You are not actually filling your own cup because if you were, it would not be this emotional roller coaster. It would be in flow, consistent, and balanced, much like the universe, which is our origin blueprint. So yes, most people, unfortunately, are operating in the state of consciousness throughout life you know, completely unhappy and lying to themselves. And we might feel accustomed to our identities, our personas, but we will never be settled by a perceptual lie because beneath this perspective, we know that we are only fooling ourselves. 
people do this in so many ways like I said some people are super in love with someone and they're lying to themselves because they are running away from themselves for whatever reason they don't want to face something this could be a certain feeling or maybe triggers from their past relationships that come up it could be a number of things you guys so this is just the design of the human vessel the carnal mind I would call this the left brain dominant mind that I talk about again in previous episodes. So make sure that you are keeping up because I'm not always going to be able to expand in each episode and it might cause confusion. So just, you know, take a listen at your own pace and then catch up to this episode if you need to. So anyway, however, it's so important that you guys know this. This is why I'm sharing it with you. Despite all of these things and beyond all of these things, there is equilibrium, there's flow, there's peace and harmony. You don't need a skill or a mastery of meditation like I believed for so long. People told me for years and years that to manifest, I need to meditate every day. I need to be in positive energy and positive mindset 24-7 or my manifestations won't come in. I've heard it all before, but more importantly, I have tried and tested things on my own. Regardless of people's opinions, I knew that I am here to be my own separate string of consciousness and have my own experiments and things that will be revealed to me are unique to me, right? So I'm not a believer in this at all. Okay, you need no preparation to arrive at any of this. Why is that? Well, because we are literal perceptual singularities of universal consciousness. Like what I just said, we are separate strings. Though we are one body in Christ consciousness or Christ consciousness, like some people call it, and they call it that, by the way, is because the first tones of the universe ever picked up spelled out Christ with a K, not C-H, but with a K, you guys. This is crazy. Back to what I was saying. We are separate strings of consciousness. We are here to experience reality through our own perspectives. If we weren't, it would not be designed in this way. Whatever we do with it is what we have done with it, but you know that by design we all have our own unique perspectives and I do believe that it is meant to be this way and I also believe that these were the messages from many ancient teachings and messiahs that were here to transcend reality. The thing to know about consciousness and always remember this when you are facing problems in your life in your 3d reality of course things come up but when you're facing things remember this consciousness it only knows two things love and harmony it's a non-mentalized bliss on the other side of the mentalized cage of reality that we have created for ourselves And by the way, since we are talking about the matrix, I want to side note this really quick. That you might realize that many people that come out and speak about the matrix of reality get shut down by social media or whatever platform they are using to speak their truth. This is because these very people, and this might blow your mind because I had this epiphany like a week ago. 
I'm noticing a pattern here. They all get shut down talking about the matrix reality. But what's really interesting is they don't know how to navigate it. And this is why they get silenced or something else. I don't want to say it, but we all know what happens. This is why it happens. How are you preaching about the matrix reality and not knowing how to navigate this maze? That doesn't make sense. You guys, we have to play it smart because we've observed what happens when you don't. Like I said, we're dealing with higher intelligent forces that know the game because they are the creators of it. That is what we are dealing with. So you must know how to navigate this game of life much like you would navigate a video game. You're gonna be smart about it. You're trying to get to the next level and you know that you have to pass each level to get there. You can't just come out telling everyone about the secrets and the matrix and things like that. That's going to get you silenced, especially on social media where things are regulated by AI technology. You know, like it always blows my mind. So for example, I want to talk on tech, on my TikTok about certain topics so bad. I want to duet certain things. I want to stitch certain things. I want to expand my real raw opinion, but I just know what would happen if I did. So guess what I do? I create content that the 3D reality would love to see like Oh, how to get someone obsessed with you and this, that, and the other, which by the way, my tips genuinely work. But the reason I'm careful about how I expand on them on my channels is because I'm trying to filter you here where I can't get banned and I can't get silenced and I can't be stopped. You see what I'm saying? Because I know that I'm going to deliver so much value in this podcast for you and you'll understand everything I'm posting and why. You'll understand why I don't answer every single thing on my TikTok channel. There are so many things on that platform regarding manifestation that are just not accurate and so many people are left confused and wondering why they might receive some kind of wish but they can't keep it or some people don't even generate results at all. And you guys, really quick, this is exactly why I'm launching my own manifesting playbook, or I'll say Ethereal Girl is launching a manifesting playbook officially this September 17th. And I'm so excited to share this value with you guys because I just know this will be literally the only thing you will ever need to truly begin to manifest your reality and desires and generate real results despite all of the thousands of methods that exist out there trust me on this that if you apply all of the skill and all of the knowledge that i'm giving you you will see results because that is exactly what I did and how it changed my life, okay? How I was able to align with soulmates, how I was able to even manifest a twin flame, how I was able to manifest my reality, my business, my income, my apartment, my life 
lifestyle. I have sat at tables I would have never dreamed of just five years ago. I was in a completely different place. And this is why I'm sharing this once and for all. And it's just the beginning, by the way. It's a little mini playbook. And listen, I'm just going to say this. Be prepared to read because that's the majority of the book. And of course, if you have any questions, which you shouldn't afterward because it's packed with information, let me know in the community in the show notes click to join and we will talk all about it because I am out to create success stories, period. If I'm eating, so is everybody else. Anyway, back to what I was saying. (laughs) I get sidetracked a lot, but I'm just so excited. I feel like so many things are in the works for so many of us and we are growing together. And I think that's the beauty of all of this. It makes it so worth it and fulfilling to me, genuinely. If you know me personally, and I know some people listening to this do, you know how much I love seeing people win. It's like my love language. I have to share this story with you guys. I was in a very different place a few years ago, I would say maybe eight years ago in my life that to me was my dark night of the soul and I will be making an episode on the dark night of the soul in future episodes so just stay tuned because I like to expand on certain things and I really don't want to leave you guys with any questions or confusion but I had this experience where I fell into a deep dark depression I was anxious I was having about 20 panic attacks per day I was diagnosed with depression, literally. They looked at my brain and told me that it was absolutely depleted of serotonin and that this would be a lifelong thing I would deal with. So I got diagnosed with lifelong depression. They told me that I would forever have to be on medication. I'm not kidding. The doctor said those words to me. They said that there's no way I could ever not be on this medication if I wanted to live a normal life. Let's fast forward to even just two years after that where I quit the medication cold turkey and I never looked back. Not only did I never look back, but I began to manifest my new reality and begin my paradigm shifting techniques. And you guys, it has been crazy. It's been trial and error, like many success stories have been. That is how majority of us learn. We fail and we succeed. And this is why they say you fail your way to success because it's true. I tell people all the time, don't be afraid of failure because if you are afraid of failure, you are afraid of trying. And trying is going to be one of your biggest regrets on your deathbed if you look back and you never went for it, whatever that might be. Whether it be a person, a business, or just whatever you want to manifest into your reality, you don't want to look back and say, I should have or I could have. Even if you want to express yourself to someone, it doesn't matter what it is. Trust me when I say this, you guys, I've had many experiences like this where I watch people in heavy regret later in life. But seriously, fail your way to success. I am where I am today because I have tested and tried and proven many different techniques until I finally figured out what worked. 
and I'm at a point where I can now give back and teach people. So that's what I'm doing with my life, and it's crazy how it all works out. I was at this really dark point in my life, and I was even in a custody battle for my daughter at the time, and this is crazy, like... I don't know where to start, but I went to my court hearing and things were not going my way at all in this reality. The person that I was was completely unsure of myself. I was living in survival mode. I was working nightlife at the time and putting myself through college, um, through nursing, the nursing program. And I was working a nightlife job, okay? And I had a court hearing And of course, they didn't like that. They thought that that was unstable. They didn't like that for a child, even though plenty of parents did this, right? So I went to this court hearing during my custody battle and you guys, they literally laughed at me when I told them that things always work out in my favor, that things are always rigged in my favor. They looked at me like I was a crazy person. I told the attorney's office, I told all of the lawyers in that courtroom, there were about six or seven of them, and I went on the stand and I said, things always work out for me, that I always figure things out. And they said, well, that's not going to work for this court. That's not enough for this court. We need tangible evidence to support these comments that you're making, Rose. And you know what? I just let them laugh at me. I let them take me down because they might win the battle, but they will not win the war. This is how you persist in your assumption. Regardless of what's going on in your 3D reality, you continue persisting. And this is where emotional intelligence comes in because guess what? I could have reacted to these circumstances. I could have been enraged by the things that they were telling me, the way that they were treating me, especially pertaining to my child. But I didn't. I persisted. And you guys, guess what? Even though they won the battle temporarily, they literally did not win the war, like I declared. And so that's why it's so important to realize that you are in control of your emotions. You are in control of your mental bodies of awareness, which are the most powerful in this existence because they are what's creating your objective reality. Remember, your objective reality is just a mirror to your inner world, right? Your inner system. So let's talk about the solution to emotional intelligence and how we can bring equilibrium and become one with the consciousness that's moving through us and assisting us. We control our breath, right? And our thought patterns and our thought rates, So I do want to side note this again, that this is coming from a conscious state. We are not discussing the unconscious states because in an unconscious state, you don't need to make any effort to bring in your manifestations. But while you are learning this, you are in a conscious state because you are making an effort. Again, I go through this in my manifesting playbook and there's a little bonus in there that expands on this that I know you're going to love. So just keep up with the launch dates and stuff. 
I'll be putting links in the show notes and on my social media bios and whatnot. So yeah, just keep up with that so you don't miss out. But back to what I was saying. The brain and spine are under our command. This is literally our command center aside from our intuitive command center, which is found in the gut body. This gut commands our mind. It tells our mind what to do. And of course, these two things, these two minds, they work together. And the mind body and emotional body respond to awareness. Okay, that's what they're doing. They're simply responding. So here is how to rewire. Your autonomic functions include breath and your heartbeat. Why? Because you literally don't have to tell these two things to function every day. They're second nature to you. You don't wake up in the morning and say, hey heart, beat again please. It's just something that's constantly happening to keep your presence alive in this reality. So the thing about most people is that they're living in fight or flight through the sympathetic system. This is how I was living for a long time when I was diagnosed with depression. And our goal, of course, is parasympathetic awareness, right? We want to make that switch because this is the calm state where the feminine energy can flow. And this is the state of receptivity during manifestation, It is otherwise known as chi because this is the flow of vitality and life force energy within the human vessel, otherwise known as the Merkaba or body of light. So I want to give you guys a cool little thing to do while you listen to this episode. And I want you to bring awareness by breathing. I want you to put your hand on your chest and the other one on your belly. And I want you to breathe in for four seconds. Breathe in, hold for four seconds, and then release for four seconds. And do this one more time. Make sure you're sitting down somewhere comfortable or laying down. And with one hand on your chest and the other one on your belly, breathe in, One more time for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. And breathe out for four seconds. And I want you to notice where you are breathing from. Because the goal is to be breathing from your belly. And this is how you know you are not in fight or flight. This is the breath in the original blueprint, like a child. So what your body is consistently attempting to return to is that childlike state, right? Imagination, calmness, equilibrium, harmony. The flow of energy has been disrupted. The divine masculine and the divine feminine polarities within all of us have been separated. In previous episodes, I talk about this, how all of this has created trauma in the divine masculine and feminine through suppression, through abuse and mutilation and things like that. Okay, we have gone through a lot as collective consciousness, including our ancestors. It has been a lot on our bodies. And of course, we carry this DNA through our systems. And this manifests in many different ways. 
And one of them is this mind matrix that we are literally imprisoned to. And by the way, I think that's going to be my next episode. So stay tuned because I want to expand on the prison of consciousness that we are under the illusion of living in. There are many things in ancient texts and Sumerian tablets that talk about how Earth is a prison planet. And I want to really expand on my perspective of this. And this separation has been caused by the mind-body or matrix. And like I said before, it's the most powerful body of awareness. But most people don't realize that they have control of it. It's just figuring it out and navigating it might be kind of a process for most people. And that's okay. One of my main messages is to always journey in grace and be patient with yourself because this is not some kind of destination that you are reaching. You are constantly expanding. So yeah, you guys, this has thrown off our breath and creates misalignment in our vessel and our emotional body. So the key is to take commands and fully and consciously inhabit the body. So fear is produced by the body and stored in little fear factories all over. And if there's more fear, there is more tightness and more rigidness and more of the same loop that you get stuck in. Like I said, we are supposed to be manifesting on autopilot. We are inside of the manifestation arena, you guys. That's what this is. That's what this experience is, where things manifest through vibration and frequency, through word, through thought process. That is where we live in. So, of course, things are supposed to manifest on command, and they do. However, our vessel makes it this challenging process because of all of these illusions that have been piled on top of us, right? And our mind has been affected. In religions, they like to say that Satan or the devil attacks your mind first, that demons attack your mind. But if you could actually take a step back and realize what they are talking about, this is the very own mind matrix, your left reptilian brain that takes over. And this is what causes fight or flight. This is what causes you to not be able to see beyond the material world and feel stuck in your circumstances. So the point is to cast your net to the right side, the right hemisphere of the brain. That is where your intuitive nature lies, your creativity, your vivid imagination, and the flow state. This is where you can open up to the divine flow of awareness and easily manifest. However, to get to the state of being, there is, of course, some healing to do. Because, like I said, for you to be so tapped into your left brain, there is some severe programming going on that's 98% not your fault. We are literally here to transcend energies, to manipulate energies and transmute darkness to light. Light is our power. Light is who we are. Light is the energy of creation. And I don't just mean the love and light. I literally mean photon, you guys. I mean magnetism in terms of physics and science talk. <laughs> so yes, we must learn to take command of these emotional bodies. And I talk about this in another episode, how we have to take command of the bodies of consciousness within us. We have hundreds of them, but two of the most powerful ones are the ones we are focused on for today's episode. 
So, of course, the more rigidness that we create, the more tightness we create, the more barriers that manifest. And one of the main storage areas, believe it or not, is the face. However, I will say I felt the stored energy in my hands and feet during anxiety attacks in my past. But here's why the face is so important and why I'm focused on that. You have so many sensory nerves running through this area. It's insane. So just by relaxing the face and smiling, literally just smiling, regardless of your current mood, triggers a response that says, ooh, happy feelings. Something good must be happening here, right? I'm picking up something really good, a good vibe here. And this opens up your nervous system. This is how you begin to practice conscious control. This is what setting the intention truly is, you guys. This is what prepping your body to receive looks like. I know a lot of people, like when we talk about setting intentions, we think that it's only writing things down and writing down your goals. Sure, while that's part of it, setting the intention also has to do with your energy, your flow, your mind-body connection. And this has gone ignored by most of humanity. And this is why most of humanity is unfortunately in survival mode. One thing about the nervous system and blood is that they are mediators for the mind and energy into the body. And one thing about your body is you are the divine mediator between another dimension and the material realm. So we are always in flow state. We're just not aware of it due to all of the illusions around us, right? So this is what makes it like difficult to, let's say you have a desire, you're trying to manifest quickly. This is what creates that time and space between you because you have that illusion of time and space in this reality when you are thinking objectively. You can centralize this consciousness doing the things that I talked about. So doing it like this and setting true intentions with your energy and your focus. Centralize your intention and allow the soul to fully interact with its lower members. So if you intend to be in full alignment with awareness and open to receiving your commands and wishes, you must align your breath. You must learn to fully feel, right? You must align with presence. And this is why you would want to focus on breath work. There are so many different kinds you can look up. One of my favorites to practice with, especially if you have ever had anxiety, is the Wim Hof Method. He talks about breath work in ways that actually trigger your physiological responses so that you can feel the power of the mind and that you can then learn how to modify your emotional state of being with thought. It's so powerful, you guys. I would look into his teachings. He's on YouTube. Anyway, that is the only reason I would say practice breath work because again, it's not totally necessary to manifest. Nothing is necessary to manifest, you guys. It takes one decision, but of course, this is a mental process. So depending on where your state of consciousness is, is your level of experience and how far you can go. 
So this is a process, of course, until you reach that point of deciding it's not a process. It doesn't count. It doesn't matter. You don't need to go through this because this is a conscious state of practicing manifesting. That's it. Let's talk about training your emotional intelligence with the mood meter. This was founded by Professor Mark Brackett at Yale Center of Emotional Intelligence. And it's one of my favorite ways to manifest as of right now because when you manifest, you must be in high energy so that you can transmit a powerful frequency into the quantum field. And this is why I talk about manifesting with anxiety and fight or flight, right? Because it's high energy and we have the abilities to manipulate energy and modify through every step of the way. I expand on this in my book. Once again, there's so many things that I put in there, but for now, let's get into this. Your state of being is what maximizes capability and successful results in life in general. So if you truly want to transform, you need to engage in high energy. The biggest BS movement I've ever encountered, you guys, to this day is the positive energy movement all over social media and just all over the place because there is a difference between that and positive thinking and positive thought patterns. The key is and always has been high energy. And this energy comes in many different forms. It's not just there when you're thinking positive thoughts. Some of these don't feel good. Okay, so that's the only thing we should aim to modify. And we do that with thought. We modify feeling with thought because emotions are past tense. They are a response to your thinking. They are a feedback system that lets you know if a thought is aligned with you or not so that you can modify that thought. This is powerful, you guys, because this is how I was able to overcome my stress life (laughs) and anxiety paradigm. Okay, and when things come up, I'm able to immediately transcend them within five seconds. So the mood meter, right? So let's think about this for a second. When you are angry, enraged, fuming, repulsed, when you're anxious, when you're worried, shocked, or uneasy, when you're restless, you are in high energy. This means that you are in high frequency transmission. A good example is the Hulk character. This guy turns into some green being, some green giant. who is extremely powerful, faster than ever. He can do many things. He jumps buildings. He has superhuman strength when he is the Hulk. Or he's technically not human when he is the Hulk. He transforms. There's so much symbolism in these movies and many different movies and TV shows, you guys, about this high energy that we have within us that we are capable of using. Like I said, people that understand the matrix, they don't come out. They do it symbolically. This is how the subconscious mind takes in information as well through symbolism. This is how the subconscious communicates. That's why in previous episodes, I'll use symbolism like pretending you're carrying something and it has all of these negative words in it 
or whatever, like you're carrying a bag or something so that you can visualize because that is your natural power and ability, your imagination. So you'll notice that the Hulk is angry. He's not a happy guy. But guess what? He is extremely powerful. And that's my point is that when you are in high energy and you're angry, all you literally have to do is shift your focus. And in that moment, you will have manifested at record speed more than if you just sat there and meditated your life away. People in high energy get things done and any aspect of reality. Many people know what they want and we all have capabilities, but awakening this comes from a high level of frequency transmission. And the truth is, you guys, when you are energy rich, you have a totally different life, even more improved relationships, businesses, finding solutions to problems in any aspect of your life. So the next time someone pisses you off or you are upset, you want to scream, you want to throw things, you want to be angry, feel those feelings, you guys, because there is nothing wrong with feeling. You want to feel. This is your natural ability, right? But you have to understand that you are in control and you can put this into practice. Okay, so when you are angry next time and you are upset, shift your thoughts, but keep that energy high. Think about someone like in the movies or maybe you know someone in real life. Maybe you've even been this person, but think of someone breaking plates and screaming because they want to let out suppressed emotion they have let take home in their bodies and cells. When someone's doing that, their energy is high, isn't it? You can feel the heat. You can feel it, literally. When you're in a room with someone who's upset, there's nothing more powerful because their frequency is high, okay? And that's why it's important to note that vibration and frequency are two different things. Vibration is what your thought transmits, right? Your thoughts are a vibration, and this is why they're not the main focus. Frequency is because your thoughts are always changing. They're always shifting, and circumstances are always changing, right? Your thoughts change like seasons, but it's important to realize you literally have control, okay? So just keep this mood meter in mind because you can transmute an enraged state of being into ex an ecstatic state of being, an excited state of being, someone blissful and energized and surprised in a good way. You have this ability to manipulate energy and I genuinely feel that's what we're here to do. So think about when you are in low energy. This is when you are miserable, tired, lonely, drained. You're just kind of like blah. Your frequency is low here. But guess what? When you are in that blah state of being, and I'm not talking about being depressed. We don't want to be that. We don't get anything done when we are under such illusion. When we are in this blah state of being, you can even use this to manifest. Why? Because this is the state of being you want to be in to persist, to remain in the wish fulfilled, 
to just be and live here. However, when you are manifesting with intention, you want to be in high energy and then you can rest in the low state. You can transmute that blah whatever feeling into the assumption that you've already received the wish fulfilled. Why? Because the truth is, as human beings, we tend to take things for granted that we've already received. So this tells the universe or the quantum field that you have already received it and you're just like, what's next, right? This is a little way to trick the subconscious mind into already having received your manifestation. This is why I love the mood meter so much because I can take these negative emotions that either have me in high energy and transmute them and receive my manifestation anyway. Even if my mood sucks, right? Even if I'm pissed off, even if I'm anxious, I will literally speed up my manifestations anyway, okay? Don't let anyone tell you that you can't manifest unless you are in a positive energy and you must remain positive at all times because that's simply not true. This has been tried and proven through many studies and personally for me, I have tested this theory out many times and it works. So don't feel like you're just this stuck person. You have abilities. All it takes is putting them into practice. So speaking of testing to close out this episode, I want to leave you with something to do because this is absolutely amazing to me. I've realized that every time I challenge the divine mind with how good it can get to show me how good it can get, I receive my answer and it gets really, really good. Anytime you ask this divine mind that we are working with what you want, you will literally receive it, whether it's good or bad. You will get what you ask for. I want you to literally ask the universe to show you a sign. Let's test this out. You can use a person even. I've done this before. I wanted to know if someone was my person, so I asked the universe to show me a butterfly the next day, and I was very specific. I said, show me a butterfly. I want it to be blue in color or have blue shades. I want it to show up either in person or on social media somewhere. The next couple of days, I was literally haunted by butterflies everywhere. So then I challenged the universe again. I called its bluff. I said, that's just a coincidence. Show me a raven if this is really my person. <laughs> you guys, within the next few hours, I, you know, I had came up with this idea and I was searching the internet about it. And there goes the raven. I go outside and there goes another one. I go to the mall and there goes another one in the parking lot. And this happened the same day. So challenge the divine mind and see what you get because you will be surprised to learn that you are always in communication with this divine mind and you are always in control whether you believe it or not. We have an IQ and we have an EQ and it's never too late to increase our awareness and get those points up and learn the game of reality to conform for you in your favor. So once again, thank you so much for listening. 